headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones this hour, Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, host of the Ken Coleman Show, best-selling author of the book From Paycheck to Purpose, is my co-host today. Special week here on the Ramsey Show. We've had all the Ramsey personalities on with us today at different points being co-hosts because we're celebrating 30 years, the 30-year anniversary of this show starting. Thank you, guys. Some of you have been with us the whole time out there. Uh, and both of you we're thankful for <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit bigger than that but this is a special milestone you know we were talking about it during the break you know very few people in our world do anything for 30 years you know it, it, people don't stay in jobs for 30 years anymore uh, sadly we don't see as many 30-year marriages as we used to see you know 30 years I mean, three decades that's uh that's quite a uh, quite a journey and what's so great about it is is it's just full of the same formula the same mission just helping people get control of their money to be able to change their life. And uh, it's fun as we see new people, new generations coming in and consuming the show differently uh, to see how the show's evolved. Yeah, and, and from talk radio to podcast to YouTube to all the different venues and the various people carrying podcasts now all over the place. You know, the fine folks at Amazon Music are carrying us now, uh, Spotify, of course, Apple, sure. um, Google Play, all of them. You know, it's everywhere now. And... Um, we appreciate all of you that listen to it, however you uh, consume the show. We appreciate you being there. Uh, we all sat down, all the Ramsey personalities, and did the uh, 30th anniversary panel where we all sat and uh, actually cut up. Yeah, and, we had a good told, time. Told stories. It was yes. a little bit. I'm glad there was someone there to kind of direct the <laughs> traffic because yes. you get that bunch of people in a room. It's like train, trying to nail jello to a tree. That's true. But uh, we got through it and uh, filmed a an episode or a series of episodes that will be posting on YouTube. The first one posted today. We'll post one every day this week on the 30th anniversary panel talking about the show and uh, the things we love about doing it, the things we love about you guys out there, uh, and celebrating all of you, of course. And so uh, check out The Ramsey Show, uh, video episodes, again, popping on YouTube today and every day this week, uh, a new version dropping, and uh, be sure you check those out. Uh, pretty special production that the team put together. Yeah, a lot of fun, and uh, uh, we get to share so much about what the show has uh, meant to us as we've seen uh, so much transformation, the role, the small role we get to play in it, uh, some great experiences, some great laughs, a lot of tears. It's a wonderful, wonderful conversation, a lot yeah. of fun. It's a show that actually brings hope in a world where the sh most shows just bring anger. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's plenty to be angry about, no doubt, but um, we're going to choose to uh, wag more and bark less. And that's what we're here for. So here to help you out. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host this hour, this half hour. Mary is in Seattle. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So my question is this. Um, my husband passed away in January of this year. Oh, my. And think, yeah, I'm sorry. I have Thank you. Um, I have two young children um, who I now am, uh, I will be having to support them, you know, 
and I have been a stay-at-home mom for essentially my entire adult life, so I have no real job experience to put on my resume and facing employment, you know, with childcare costs, a minimum wage job just isn't going to cut it. So I'm trying to put together a plan to establish myself in a career where I can take care of myself and my kids. How old are you? I'm 25. How old are the babies? They're three and two. How old was he? He was 36. My goodness. What what happened? Uh, Suicide. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, Thank my you. goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was obviously unexpected. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm. Um, was there any life insurance involved? Um, there was a, a $50,000 policy in my daughter's name that's in a trust until she turns 18. H- who put that in a trust? Uh, the, the life insurance he had left it. He that was the only insurance he had through his work, and it was in her name. So the insurance automatically put it into that trust because she's a minor. They did say that I'm able to go to court and ha- become the custodian of it, but I'm not sure if I should do that or you should. I should just leave you it. Should. I should. I think you're getting scammed by the life insurance company. Okay. So, um, the money was left to your daughter. It was not left into a trust, and them sticking it into a trust arbitrarily is way over the top. Um, okay, there was no will, so yeah, I don't well, know. it's not their job. They they overstepped their bounds. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to deal with that later. But in the meantime, we got to get you working because you got to feed two babies, girl. Yeah. Yes, I'm I'm scared with you, and we'll help you. Do you have any support, okay. any family around you in the immediate area? Um, I I you know I'm in Washington right now. I'm actually in a couple of days moving back down to California to be closer to them. Okay. Um, so I'll be close to the emotional, you know, and presence support of my family. I'm not expecting financial support from them. No, but will they be able um, to support you in watching the babies during the day? What we're trying to figure out is what are our real costs going to be? And I'm glad you're moving close to family. We're going to need that for a job, by the way. Uh, yeah. I'll explain that in a second. But will they be able to help with child care? I will be about two hours away from them, Ooh, um, okay. so it's a little bit better than 20 hours, but uh, as far as day-to-day child care, I'm going to have to pay someone okay. or figure out some something. Yeah. Well, um, there's a lot going on here. Um, yeah. What we What we want to start with is just what you're good at doing, and I know you've not had a long work career, but the fact that it remains you have talent. And whether that's people talent or process type talent, that means details and organizational things, or maybe it's in a creative nature. What you've got to focus on right now is uh, for the long term, what am I talented at? And with some additional training, I can be quite skilled. Um, If we're going to have to make more than uh, minimum wage, which you're going to be able to. So long term, we want to look at talent and skill and what you're going to love to do short term. If you can make $20 an hour at Target, uh, which you can, uh, or working, uh, you know, for any big box retailer that's paying really well like that. If we just got to get some income in quickly, we're looking for something in the twenty to twenty-five dollar an hour range. There's a lot of remote work right now. Uh, you're just looking for something that you know you can do. It's not a function of you have to have all this training. It's I can do this work. But I want to help you, give you a head start. 
two things. I'm going to give you a book from Paycheck to Purpose, but I'm going to give you the Get Clear Assessment, which is going to give you some real direction. And then I'd love if you'd be willing to to schedule you to call me on my show where I can spend some more time with you and come up with some very specific ideas in that area. Hey, you hold on. Austin will help you with that. Ramsey's going to walk with you, honey. Yeah. We're also going to put you through Financial Peace University so you can learn how to handle money and keep it under control while you're doing this. We'll help you with the career and the money. Yeah. That's what we're here for. You hold on. Austin will pick up. We're going to give every bit of it to you as our gift. Hold on. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow. Tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her Social Security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander. So Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Javier is with us in Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, Javier, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure, man. What's up? So my question is, uh, I'm in baby step two, and uh, I have about 15000 in consumer debt. Um, now, I know baby step two is pay off all your debt except for the house. So my question is, should I sell the house to pay off the debt, or should I keep the house and continue paying it off as I have been? I would keep it unless there's some reason to sell it. Um, do you like it? Yeah, I love the house. The only problem is the house is about 20 miles from my current job, so I will need to buy a car. Uh, I think there's about 20000 in equity in the house. Where'd your car um, go? Well, I was living in Colorado the last two years, so I didn't really need a car, but now I'm back in Ohio, so I definitely need a car. Well, I mean, how long have you been in a house that you own 20 miles from work without a car? Uh, so I just came home. I've owned the house for three years. I had tenants in there previously. Oh. So now that I'm living back in the house, I'm I'm oh. going to need a way to work. So I see. I can save for a car. I'm staying with my, a relative at the moment. I see. Closer to my job. Gotcha. Okay. What do you make? I net about three thousand a month. Okay. And how much debt do you have? Not counting the house. I have about fifteen thousand. Okay. And do you have any money at all? I have my emergency fund, and I have about another 700 saved up for a vehicle. The emergency fund, you mean baby step one, $1,000, or three to six months? 
Just baby step one. Okay. All right. So you have seventeen hundred dollars to your name. You make three thousand dollars a month, and um, and the house is worth what? I believe it's worth about one twenty, and I owe eighty three on it. Okay. All right. Hmm. How much you say you owe? Oh, oh. I mean, you haven't got a car yet. Correct. What's the other debt already? So the thirteen thousand is a credit card consolidation, and I owe another two thousand on an old title loan. Okay, so if you had, um, if you sold the house, you'd probably net. Uh, it, it sounds like twenty thousand bucks or so, right? Let's just call it that for the discussion purposes. If you had twenty thousand dollars cash in the middle of your kitchen table right now, and you did not own a house, would you go buy that house with it? I would probably buy that house with it, but it, it, I don't think it'd be a bad idea to take 13 of it, pay down that credit card consolidation and take the rest to buy a vehicle. I just think it's better that I got into the house at 4% versus buying a house today at 6%. Yeah, but and also my 6% that when you're then. broke doesn't matter. Right. And right now, I mean, we're, we're sitting here discussing you buying a $700 car. Right. How old are you? 26. Okay. So if you sell the house and you use that to jumpstart your life and solidify your life and you launch into a career and you launch into a reasonable car and you're 100% debt-free and you get on a tight budget and you use all of that to build your emergency fund of three to six months of expenses and then you save a down payment to buy a house two years from now, <laughs> That will be a successful ending. If you sell the house and you screw around for the next two years and sort of do this stuff, um, you're going to end up wishing you'd kept the house. Right. But if you want to lean in and do the Financial Peace University stuff, hardcore, selling the house will catapult you into wealth more than keeping it well. Mm -hmm. You see how I'm doing that? Yes, sir. But, I mean, you got to use every ounce of the money coming out of this thing to cause your life to be excellent and a solid foundation, and we're living on a tight budget. We're not spending everything we make. We're going to accelerate this career, get the income up, Ken, uh, beyond where it is, yeah. and, uh, you know, let's double your income in the next four years. Yeah, this is not about making things better in the temporary. This is about changing the course of your life, and if it becomes the catalyst for that, absolutely agree i think it's the right move you have to commit to the whole plan 100 percent. the whole process and go okay i'm gonna take classes get certifications i'm gonna change jobs again i'm gonna get the parts of my life that aren't stable stabilized i'm gonna get plugged into a good church i'm gonna get my life straightened up i'm gonna do everything right i'm gonna be clean as a whistle i'm gonna be uh working this budget tight i'm watching what i'm doing i'm gonna be losing weight I'm going to do everything, man. I'm going to get this whole thing going. And if you use this house money to do all of those things, you will end up a millionaire because of selling the house. Yeah. Because you're not driving a freaking $700 car for the next nine months, making $3,000 driving 20 miles for the opportunity to make no money. Yeah. And be careful with who you surround yourself. If you sell this house, uh, be careful who you surround yourself with. A lot of broke people giving bad advice and telling you to live it up a little bit. Uh, this is about discipline and diligence. Walk our baby step plan out and then diligently stay with it. Don't get too tempted to buy a house after you sell this house. If you got to rent for a while, just walk this thing out, and then you're going to be in really great shape. You'll be ahead of most people your age. Yeah.
Yeah. Hang on. We're going to put you through Financial Peace University as our guest to help you do all of that, Javier. Hold on. All right. Mike's in Daytona Beach. Mike, what's up? Hey, thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can my we help? Situation, uh, my situation is as follows. I had lost my job back in COVID. Uh, a year later, everything started to go very well, and now I have a salary making more than I've ever made. However, things went to collections during that time period. Uh, so now I'm curious, do I pay off what's in collections? I'm not being bothered by any of the collectors. The only debt I have currently is a van, and I owe about 13 on the van. And then I have my rent and internet and what have you. Yeah, um, so how much do you, How much is in collections? Uh, probably 25 grand. Okay, from what? Uh, consolidation loan and credit cards. Mm-hmm, okay. And you, you legitimately owe the money. You just weren't able to pay it at the time. Correct. Yeah. And I can look, you know, I've looked at my credit report in the past. I saw they were there, but I'm not being hounded. Yeah. I've seen they've been charged off and sold to third parties already. Yeah. Being hounded isn't the issue. You morally owe the money, sir. You took money Correct. from someone. You need to give it back to them. Correct. Yeah. Um, but do I focus on those first and just do snowball effect of the smallest to largest? Or do no, I'd knock out the, the car. If they're not hounding you, I'd knock. I'd run two debt snowballs. Let's run the first one on active debts, clear the car. Any other debts you have that are active, you're paying payments on, clear all of them. And then I would work a debt snowball on the old dead debts, smallest to largest. Okay. Now, how right. long has it been since you paid on these? On the debt collections? Yes, sir. Oh, probably three months. I, I went online and I saw okay, okay. I had money to make a phone yeah. call and so I negotiated what, and I settled. Gotcha. You settled. But I just, yeah, I made, I negotiated and said, Hey, I can pay you this much now. And we said, we settled on the payment, um, for the collectors, but there's, there's still more that I owe. You know, I was doing a snowball effect, but then okay, I, okay. So thought, you've settled hey, some of them, standard. but there's still some outstanding. Correct. Yeah. Okay. When you settle them, make sure you get it in writing that they're accepting X amount whatever the amount agreed on, as settlement in full. Get that in writing, email or otherwise. Yes, sir. I already have that and printed out. Good, good. And hard copy printed out so you don't lose the email later because it will come back to get you. But, yeah, you need to go through and settle the rest of them after you get the car paid off. That's what we're going to do. What are you making now? Household income is monthly after taxes is thirteen k. Oh, good Lord. You're um, going to blow through this in no yeah, time. Um, of, course, of course you're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, we have, to give me an idea, we have 3K but I had lost my job. Yeah. Okay. The great so, news is you got a great yeah. new job and you're going to clean up your mess fast. Good. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Go do it, dude. Absolutely. There's no, no upside to not paying what you owe. A, it's an integrity issue. B, it's a legal issue. C, it's a credit issue. Uh, D, did I mention it's an integrity issue and the right thing to do? I think I mentioned that. Yeah. Go do that one. Yeah. And you know, it's just going to come back. I mean, these things, it's like a splinter. It, it eventually will fester and cause you a problem. It's just a matter of whether it's five months or five years. And so you want this stuff out of your life. You want your, you want, when you look in the rearview mirror, you don't want to see headlights. <laughs> you want to see blue lights <laughs> coming around and around and around. This is the Ramsey Show.
If you haven't heard, we're changing out the Ramsey personalities every few segments today. George Camel, Ramsey personality, in for the last two segments of this hour today. Doing that because we wanted you to hear from all of them. We're celebrating this week the 30th anniversary of the Ramsey Show. And be sure and join us on YouTube for the 30th anniversary panel, which is all the Ramsey personalities, including me, all sitting around talking about the show talking about you the callers you the listeners and we appreciate you be sure and check it out on youtube the first episode dropped today there'll be a new one dropping every day for this week as we uh take that rather lengthy interview that we did and spread it out over a few days well over 30 years i mean we're lucky to just get one hour of tape in that panel well there a you lot go to talk about lot that's it exactly in the lobby of ramsey solutions elijah and caitlin are on the debt-free stage hey guys how are you Good. Doing good. Better than I deserve. Where do y'all live? Um, Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, you're right here. Neighbors. Yes, good. sir. Awesome. And all the way from down the road to do your debt-free scream, how much did you pay off? $112,532. Way to go. And your how long did this take? 36 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? From 65000 to 180. Wow. Nice jump in three years, dude. Yes, sir. Three years, you triple your income. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Very cool. What do y'all do for a living? Uh, so we were, he originally worked with hospitality and I was with an attorney, but then during COVID hit and we started our own cleaning business. Your own printing. Cleaning, sorry. Cleaning, cleaning. business. Yes, sir. Oh. So both of you all in now on the business. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and it is working. It is working. It is. <laughs> working your tail off and cashing the checks. Yes, yes sir. sir. Way to go, guys. Proud, Proud of you. Very cool. Crushing it. Good stuff. All right. What kind of debt was the hundred and thirteen thousand? We had thirty-seven thousand in student loans, mm-hmm. around twenty thousand in what credit cards, mm-hmm. yes. and then the rest was medical and cars. Oh wow! Okay. How long you two been married? Four years. Okay. So a year of marriage, you kind of go along normal, and mm-hmm. then three years ago, one year into your marriage, you take off on this. How did all this happen? How'd you get started on this Rams on the Ramsey way? Um, I guess in 2019, well, our parents have always talked about you and in well, Father Ryan, I took economics with Greg Carson. No way. Wow. Yes, I love him. And yeah. He, you know, Coach Carson started the curriculum. He was the first person to teach it in high schools. Wow. And now it's been taught in tens of thousands of high schools. 48% of high schools have taught it in North America. And Greg Carson is a lot of the reason. The he, way he, he teaches he, it. Man, he's, a, he's into it. He is amazing. He, I went up and spoke to their class the other day up at, up at Father Ryan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's awesome. So, yeah, we started there, but we didn't really follow like we should. My mom was always had the envelopes out, you know, had the um, the debt snowball going on. And I was like, eh. you know, I was a little kid. I didn't really know. Um, 2019 hit, and like we said, COVID hit, and we were terrified because he got laid off from his job in hospitality and hotels. Sure, everything shut down. Everything. And then um, my attorney, who I worked for, was like, we're cutting hours. There's just nothing we can do. Sorry. So I was cleaning. We love to clean. He loves to clean. We're OCD. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let's take that and run with it. And we did. It got so busy when I opened the business that I had to pull him out. Um, I was like, please come help me. He went to work at Kroger because he got laid off and mm-hmm. he's just not a man to sit at home so mm-hmm. we did that and I pulled him in and I was overwhelmed and I was like please come work for me please help me I'm you know and it took off from there yeah 
please come help me I'll work please come work for me that might have been harder <laughs> yeah i had to convert i had to convert the business license to the husband and wife but it was so awesome so y'all doing residential or commercial commercial and residential okay wow. what's the bulk of it um mainly residential we're mainly in west haven yeah okay yeah we right. love it. yeah there's a good, good living spot. to be made there it is. Yeah. that's brilliant Obviously. everyone's living in their own filth during covid they're staring at their dirty house it's, yes yeah. they're like i will happily pay for someone to clean this up yeah uh, it was wild i thought we weren't gonna have any business because of covid but like you said everybody yeah. wanted to be clean yeah. and not everybody was as freaked out as everybody wanted everybody to believe you right know? exactly and y'all aren't scared of work that's for sure yes, sir good for you guys <laughs> impressive well, yeah you're just out i mean you took control man that's powerful stuff mm-hmm. so what made you decide at that 36 month mark to go was it all the layoffs you got oh crap yeah, we got really scared, and we were like, we don't ever want to be in that situation. We don't ever want to know where, you know, our meal is going to come from, or how we're going to get our kids, you know, fed and taken care of. And we were like, no, never again. And we were getting things in the mail, like, oh, hey, you do not have to pay your mortgage this month. You can just, you know, they were doing that whole weight thing, and we we're like, absolutely not. You know, we cannot do this. But um, after that, we he got on board, and we both got on board. It was me. I was more the spender. He's looking at me like, tell them you're the spender. But... What was the hardest thing to stop spending money on that really just crushed you? Going out to eat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Going out to eat and doing stuff. You know, as a family, we had to do a lot of stuff inside, free stuff. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That was hard. That's a tough one, but (laughs) it was worth it. It was so worth it. It Well worth it. So you pay off 113,000 in 36 months. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Stay focused, stay disciplined because all of our friends, all our family. I mean, we had family members that were like, we're not doing the Dave Ramsey. We're not going to eat crackers and bologna. And I'm like, he's not, it's not, he's not saying that. It was, we got a lot of. No, it's beans and rice. <laughs> <laughs> much better. Yes. Beans and rice crackers is so much and better. You can put so that? much flavor. <laughs> it was, um, but yeah, so that, I mean, that's kind of. Yeah. You live like no thing. one else later. You get to live like no one else. So yes, now, sir. now that you're debt free, what are they saying? They're asking us how we did it, so yeah. we're letting them know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Not to mention, you guys have worked an amazing amount of hours. I mean, you have worked your tail ends yeah. off. Seven days a week Seven for the last two, three years. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to be able to hire some folks and slow down just a little bit now? We're trying. Speaking of that, uh, Mr. Blake Thompson, he works here. Uh, we cleaned for him. We have for two years, and he gave us the book. Um, you had it, He had it signed for us at Christmas, and we were over the moon you signed it and it was uh entree leadership oh How good cool and it was like the next step for our business is like wow okay we're here we got this debt free now let's work on building this so wow what a coincidence so, that blake so thompson the Where original producer call him in time to get in he was here, in here he was so excited we were excited he was there to give it to us and it was i don't know just like he, the he must have step. not known you were here today he would have been out here yeah so yeah, that's full wow. circle on the 30th anniversary. It's to, awesome. to think about Blake, the original producer, and you guys running well, and, him Greg, and, and Greg Carson teaching it in her high yes. school. You know wow. the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just full if you circle. keep at it long enough, you will eventually get through to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it will. It took me a while, but yeah, excellent job. You guys are incredible. I'm so proud of you. Thank proud you. of your business exploding and your courage and how yes, you went sir. out there and Man. proved the American dream is alive and well. It is. So um, if the uh, hotel lays you off and the attorney lays you off all they did was cause americans to be uh oh i don't know free enterprise system let's go start something and make more than we were making anyway from you people yes exactly. sir here we go game on Pr- prove it out i love it awesome. i love it it's powerful powerful that's a good thing it's amazing the number of highly successful businesses that were started by someone who was a wee bit desperate 
uh, and had been put down by someone else or cast aside by someone else, so to speak. So very, very cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. How's it feel now that you're free? <gasps> Amazing. So good. A weight off of our shoulders. Yeah. yeah. We can breathe. We got more books for you, Baby Steps Millionaires, because that's the next chapter in your story for sure. Uh, Financial Peace University, one-year membership, and uh, a Total Money Makeover book. Maybe that's how you can answer the question from somebody that's asking you. Give them a copy of that book. That book's helped about 8 million people. And uh, you brought your daughter with you. Bring us, Bring her up. Let's introduce her to her, her name and age, please. This is Eliana, and she is 11. Oh, beautiful. All right. Very cool. Well, well done, you two. Proud Thank of you. You're you. heroes. Thank you. Excellent, Thank you. excellent job. Elijah and Caitlin and Eliana from That's Nashville. 113000 paid off in 36 months, making sixty-five to one eighty. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, one. one. We're, We're debt-free. <laughs> well done, you two. A small business started, a family tree changed. There's a lot to love about this story. They're impressive, impressive family. A lot of good things happening there. Beautifully done, you guys. Beautifully done. This is The Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, 1 Corinthians 9, 24. Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Winston Churchill said, never give in, never give in, never, 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 and nothing great or small, large or petty, never give in, except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force, never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. Never quit, never quit, never quit. Which is our secret around here, George, for 30 years. We uh, failed a lot, but we just never quit. Uh, Lots of people smarter than us, lots of people uh, richer than us, lots of people that have big companies behind them, uh, opening doors for their shows and doing other things. Lots of people owned by other companies. Uh, We were a freestanding show, meaning that we own it. We syndicate the show. We have to get the radio stations in each city to take the show. We have to negotiate with a podcast company to carry the podcasts. Uh, We have to do it all. We have to pay for all of it. Uh, We reap the benefits from all of it. But uh, we have done a lot of stupid stuff. But the only thing we did that uh, continued to work was we just never quit. Keep showing up. For 30 30 years. We are standing on uh, the shoulders of giants like you and many of the leaders that came before me, Dave. So thank you so much for providing hope for so long to so many. Thank you. It's been a good ride, George. It's been a really, really good Mm -hmm. ride. A lot of fun. The Ramsey Gold Planner is up for sale on pre-sale. 
Uh, we'll be coming out very soon and shipping them to you. Uh, get you ready for 2023. Uh, there's a devotional each day, a full calendar each day, a layout on everything, stuff written by Rachel Cruz, Dr. John Deloney, George Camel, me, uh, other Ramsey personalities all the way through the thing. The Ramsey Gold Planner is a must-have for your 2023 planning. Uh, it is always a big seller. It always sells out, meaning we don't buy too many of them, but it's available on pre-sale right now, and you can check it out at RamseySolutions.com. For those of you that are into the planner, Christy Wright, Ramsey personality years ago, started this, and um, as she has moved on to other things, we have converted the idea to just the Ramsey Gold Planner, and it is uh, completely redone, new cover, new everything, beautiful, beautiful piece for next year, and we want you to get it pre-ordered and get it done. Andrew is in Boise, Idaho. Hi, Andrew. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. How y'all doing? Better than we deserve. What's up? Thanks. Um, my eight-year-old son uh, accumulated about $120 in cash, and he's been asking if he should have it in the checking account or keep it in cash. and in envelopes or should we put a portion of it in savings just kind of want to get your old thoughts on that very cool good very, for him good for him where'd he get that uh birthday and we got the ramsey chore chart and he's accumulated quite a bit from that also cool cool so you're working the financial peace junior system with the three envelopes the give save and spend envelope yes sir yeah, I would keep it divided into those, and when the save envelope gets big enough, you can go down and open a savings account. That's what I would do for okay. an eight-year-old. A checking account assumes he's going to be using a debit card or writing checks and doing transactions from that account. I really don't want him doing transactions at eight years old. If he's going to do yeah, transactions, that's at the toy store, and he's going to take a little cash down and buy something, or the sporting goods store or whatever, and buy something. Uh, but he can just take yeah. cash out of his spend envelope for that. That'll be just fine. We're not going to be using the checking account actively. Now, I do move kids into a checking account in their teenage years so that we can teach them how to reconcile the account. We used to call it balancing a checking account. Uh, it is a good idea, mm -hmm. even though hardly anyone does it anymore, to learn to actually write a check to fill it mm -hmm. out. Uh, admittedly, I've not filled one out in a very long time. The checks that are written here at Ramsey are all automated, including my personal account. Uh, and most people use electronic bill pay and those kinds of things. George, do you write I, checks? I just wrote a check today, Dave. Did you? Yeah. How, many, how many checks do you write a month? Uh, probably less than one. I'd say <laughs> okay. in a year, I probably do four or five. Okay. Right. And usually it's to save money so I can avoid transaction fees. Ah. Yeah, okay. you know, I'm frugal. But yeah, it's a I'll great skill that, to I'll do that, but I usually have the cash in my pocket. So I'm still a old cash guy. But I, I want to teach kids to do transaction. The method of having a savings or checking account in their teens, Andrew, is just to be able, as a dad, as a mom, to put your arm around them and teach them how to do these transactions. It's not to set them free and act like they're adults. They're not old enough to even drive yet or buy beer, so we're not going to turn them loose with $2,000 in an account. But uh, I actually put my kids' clothing money into their checking accounts when they were 15, 16, 17, living at home, and let them make their own clothing purchases. And uh, that get, okay. that taught them, you know, the difference in uh, Banana Republic and Old Navy. You know, I mean, it teaches you the, the, mm -hmm. the difference in the budget here. That shirt costs what? And suddenly when it's coming out of your account, even though it was my money that went into your account, it wakes you up, right? And so yeah. it really taught them budgeting. And then when they went off to college, they already knew how to operate a budget, and they already knew how to live on a set amount, and they already knew how to operate their checking account. And so we set them up 
We're training them to be good adults is what we're doing. It's not actually just to give a teenager freedom. I don't need to give a teenager freedom. I want to teach them. <laughs> I want to teach them. Yes. That's the goal. And then with that comes some freedom. With that comes some liberties. But this is not to just like, oh, we now have given you a piece of plastic and a cell phone, and so that's, how, that's a rite of passage into adulthood in America today. Oh, and your own Facebook account. This is dumber than a rock right here. Yeah, once they start so, earning money and actually getting some paychecks, then it's time to go, okay, we can do the checking account, get a debit card. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you're going to turn over like, uh, you know, our kids were making lots of money doing odd jobs for other people, babysitting, mowing grass, whatever, that kind of stuff. So that can all go in there. But it's not um, – I want to teach you parents this. This is so this is so countercultural, and it sounds mean, but it, it's um, – your, your children are children by definition legally until they're 18. And so – I can't tell him what to do with his money when he's 16 is the sign that you are a wuss, not a parent. Okay? You can tell him what to do. It is He doesn't have any money until he's 18. She doesn't have any money. I don't care if they earned it or not. It's technically not their money. They live in your household. It's technically your money, legally speaking. Now, I'm not suggesting you take their money and go buy cocaine for you with it. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay? But I am saying this idea that somehow that they you don't have rights as a parent to teach your 16-year-old how to handle money he or she earned doing something out there in the marketplace is absolute BS. You are shirking your duties as a mom and dad. It is your job to put your arm around them and kick their little butt and teach them how to handle this stuff. You got to tell them to take a shower and you got to tell them to brush their teeth. So they don't have free reign here yeah. as kids. Not, the inmates don't run the freaking asylum. And so, you know, they. but parents are turning them loose with thousands of dollars, cell phones, and then wonder how they get tied up in sex trafficking. You know, wonder how they get sucked into stuff because they don't have the emotional or mental maturity to deal with some of the issues that we stick them into. They are still children. Mm-hmm. And by more, definition more is caught than taught yeah. and so you got to so, model this stuff too if you're if your kids see you doing stupid butt mistakes with money and swiping that credit card that's what they're going to learn is normal and okay yeah so it starts if you just you. turn them loose in the wild you know you that's not your job you didn't toss them the car keys and they never had a driving lesson that'd be suicidal i thought you're, that's what they did in the south well, you just let them go at 14 put, put them out in the field where there's no trees and other people but yeah drive your truck across there whatever but i mean but still it's no you don't do that you, you gotta give have driving wheels. lessons you give money lessons you give work lessons you, you give uh, technology lessons so that you're not going to live with your nose stuck in a screen and, and so you're going to have you have some balance here this is a tool it is not an obsession mm. and so on and we just walk kids through this stuff but my friend andy andrews says our job as parents is to not to raise great kids but to raise kids that become great adults and that is a different goal that's wisdom and that changes everything and so that's your job moms and dads so andrew you're a great dad thank you for teaching financial peace junior if you don't know folks that's a te- box of teaching aids to teach kids 12 and under how to handle their money and learn learn to do chores get paid for them like a capitalist mm-hmm. not a socialist and um you don't make money just because you breathe you work make money when you work how this works in the real world boys and girls that eight-year-old has a higher net worth than most adult americans think about that that's sad (laughs) with a hundred bucks in the bank 
All right, George, good job today. Thank good you. job, James, Andrew, Zach, Ben, and Austin in the booth. Congratulations on the booth dudes and everybody else on 30 years of this show. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Do you love a good day, Brand? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube.